Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? Ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom is a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends put Tom Hanks in a headlock and are about to be choke slammed by Dwayne the Rock Johnson! I'm Sam Siegel, and I can smell the rock is cooking. Tuna, egg, and fruit smoothies. <laughs> True to the film. And for the second week in the row, mm-hmm. uh, I am Luke Patrick. I'm your equipment manager again this week. And doing a great job at it. Thank uh, you. I got to tell you, not good enough for me to give you a raise, per mm-hmm. se. Yeah. I mean, you got to dangle stick and carrot, right? You got to uh-huh. dangle the carrot and then continue to provide the stick. Uh, pretty much continuously is how I understand parenting yeah. and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a workplace environment. Yeah. So, like, um, one of the carrots that you've received, Luke, is, uh, remember yesterday on Thanksgiving when I let you leave work five minutes early? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was very gracious of you. And I had sort I of know. managed all the equipment hours before, so there wasn't, there wasn't much to do anyway. So it is kind of confusing that you didn't give me more time off. Um, yeah, I just, I really wanted you to work that 12-hour shift on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> um, you know, just, it kind of needed, someone needed to be there. Yeah. Uh, not not me, of course. Yep. Uh, I was at home spending time with my family. But um, but I needed I needed someone to just be there. I needed a warm body, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I actually got a call like 10 minutes after I let you off work five minutes early on Thanksgiving. Um, that Joe Biden's actually going to give me the Presidential Medal of Freedom for that one. Oh, nice, man. Well, hey, you deserve yeah. it uh, as the world's best uh, football manager, I guess. Equipment manager manager. Equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Supervisory uh, position over equipment managing. I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I, hey. I am going to need you to come in over the weekend, too. Oh, man. Oh, beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that, man. But um, oh, I'm going on vacation, and I need I need someone to be there again. There's mm-hmm. not much work for you to do, but I am going to have to uh, insist that you work two straight 24-hour shifts. Oh, man. Well, the equipment will be very, very managed. Uh, mm-hmm. By the end of that, so yeah. Uh, considering it's the weekend, know, um, while you're there, actually, you you do you know what you could do? What's that? You could watch the 2007's The Game Plan 24 <laughs> times, <laughs> or just about actually 12 times ish since it's a two-hour movie oh wait no we got 48 hours your math is correct yeah. sorry how dare i uh question the math of my supervisor yeah i'm gonna dock that from your paycheck yeah. just so you know that's fair um yeah so we did this week watch 2007's the game plan which is roughly two hours long as sam mm-hmm. pointed out um yeah 
I don't know why I'm saying that. It feels weird for me to be announcing the movie that we watched this week. Yeah, I don't know. Um, How is your watch, Luke? So my watch, Sam. So it's Thanksgiving, or just after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Um, you know, it'll be a week after by the time you folks at home hear this. But uh, there is a small child in our house right now. Um, yes. Uh, you know, our niece is visiting, uh, and so... I was very stoked for the potential of watching a child's movie, which the game plan definitely is. Yes. With with a small child. However, I was told that PG, meaning parental guidance, is not acceptable for, what? for a four-year-old. Yeah. What? Which just shows that I know nothing about children, because I thought that was peachy keen. Uh, <sighs> so, okay... Let me, mm-hmm. Let's. Uh, we gotta. We gotta work through this because okay. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. What in this movie is inappropriate for a four-year-old? I honestly couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. I think you know. There's. It was PG for thematic sequences, I believe. Thematic sequences. Which I believe just means that. Uh, well. See, I'm going to try to keep... So, for today only, Sam, I'm going to try to keep my language PG as much as ooh, possible. Ooh. Um, I, You know what, Luke? I'll take you up on that challenge. Mm-hmm. This okay. is going to be <laughs> the family-friendly episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. Yeah, the PG, ep- the PG episode, uh, because there's a small child around, so I am concerned about that. Um so I think thematic sequences just means that the rock likes, likes, likes ladies. Uh, yes. Uh, hmm. Now see, I'm, I'm looking it up on a uh, common sense media, mm-hmm. uh, to, to see what, okay. So parents and kids agree that six plus is acceptable. Okay. Okay. Now, now what's the now what's the distinction? Why is that, Sam? Hmm. Okay. So, uh there So, it's got ratings for different categories. So, it has no positive messages, no sexy stuff, and no language. Now, it does score 3 dots out of 5 on violence and scariness, consumerism, and drinking drugs and smoking. Interesting. 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 And it is interesting. Sorry, what was one of those categories? It really piqued my interest. Oh, uh consumerism. Con- consumerism? Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a <laughs> wild one. Is is um, common sense media like far left and just they're ranking movies by capitalist agenda? I don't know. It's a nonprofit organization. Hmm. I don't... Okay, okay. Here's here's what parents need to know. Do you want me to read that for you? Yeah. Parents need to know that the game plan is a cute family comedy that features football violence and pratfalls. Lots of people, including young girls, fall and only get minor injuries, and a parent's death is addressed. Peyton runs away to find her father and ends up in some very mildly perilous situations, being left at a, alone at a club, etc., it's worth noting that although the film makes fun of the insane commercialism of football, it also mentions more than a dozen products and plugs the Disney Channel and Elvis movies. Hmm. Huh. And you gotta watch out with four-year-olds, because they see one Elvis poster, and that's your whole and day. Yeah, it's it's nothing but blue suede shoes for those kids. Yeah, for sure. So you gotta watch out for that. Well, Sam, I guess all that's validated then. So uh, to continue the how was my watch, uh, I did yeah. not watch this with a small child, even though a small child was around me the entire time. Instead, Sam mm-hmm. watched it on the couch with headphones like an insane person watching uh-huh, a child's yeah. movie. Uh, and I don't think everybody in the house has been sort of updated on this project. So it did just sort of mm-hmm. look like to some people I was watching a child's <laughs> rock movie and being antisocial. <laughs> <laughs> wearing headphones <laughs> at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> oh, this is good. This is very good. Um, So no one uh, no one in your sort of in-laws extended family respects you now. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I am I am a pariah uh <laughs> who has a weird attachment to the rock for some reason. <laughs> um it's not good. It's not good. I I love the idea that they're just like it's two weeks in a row, in a row with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? Why does yeah. he keep watching these rock movies? Why does and he keep in... watching these terrible, terrible rock movies? And they're in chronological order. Why is... Why wouldn't he watch like a good one? <laughs> he just came out with one that's like apparently very popular. Why yeah. wouldn't he watch that one? Yeah, it's also on the Disney app. He's on the Disney app watching this one from 2007. He's almost 30. Why is he doing this? <laughs> so anywho, my watch got weird. Um, but it was a very Clearly. pleasant watch. This movie goes down real smooth, which I'm excited to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Sam, all that to say, how was your watch? I goofed up. Oh. I goofed up, Luke. Okay. <laughs> I goofed up in, in a big, big way. Uh, So... Last night, had family over for Thanksgiving dinner, had a nice time, food was great, all that good stuff, and uh, family left around 7-ish, wife and I cleaned up, we were done by about 7.45, mm-hmm. and I didn't really want to watch the movie yeah. uh, this morning, and uh, and so I was talking about how maybe I would watch it, uh, you know, that night, and I, I couldn't really tell, and... Ken asked what movie it was. I told her. She said, oh, I've seen that one a few times before. I'll watch it with you. Ooh. And I said, right now? And she said, sure. And so we went and watched the movie. Luke, this this was not a good idea. <laughs> um, we had spent the whole day like cleaning the house and cooking. And I was sore. And I was tired. And I was full of carbohydrates. And so... Luca dozed off twice. Oh, man. <laughs> the turkey came back for a vengeance, huh? Wasn't even the turkey. I don't like turkey. I didn't consume it. It was mm. it was the mashed potatoes. It was the dressing. It was yeah. the homemade rolls. It was the pumpkin pie. It was the chocolate bundt cake. Mm. Um, all of it sort of combined to really make essentially an edible NyQuil. Yeah. Uh, that... <laughs> And so I was, man, I was fighting, fighting to get through this movie, which you point out, it goes down smooth. And I would argue maybe a little too smooth because, (laughs) um, because twice I fell asleep and woke up to Kenna smacking me in the forehead and saying, (laughs) get up. (laughs) Oh, that's what you need in your life, man, is a partner who will smack you the... (laughs) The fizz widget awake. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what sucked? It's the first time it didn't take. And so she smacks me. I wake up, but I'm still very groggy. And so I'm just, <laughs> I'm sinking back away to slumber town. And then she just cracks me just another like, right, right awake. Uh, and says, and says, wake up. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> And I, I was wired after that one. Yeah. Um, it may have been that it coincided with the uh, the ballerina scene or the, mm. the the whole ballet. Yeah. And so I think it was a combination of being struck in the skull, uh, and and also that action that really just wired me. Yeah. So I was I was up for the rest of it, and then because Luke, I'm a professional. This morning, I did boot the movie back up and scrolled through to find if I missed any scenes, oh. and I I missed two, and I watched them. Oh, bless you, Sam, because that was my next question was, are there chunks of this movie that you just totally missed? Uh, but no, like a true class act, you went back, you reviewed the tapes, I am so proud of you right now, it hurts. Well, thank you. You know, that, that probably really means a lot to me, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't... It wasn't easy booting that back up this morning and having to scroll through trying to figure out where I fell asleep. I had yeah. a few false starts uh, where I had clearly almost fallen asleep, <laughs> uh, but, but, but soldiered through it. So turns out all I missed was the water gun fight in the gym mm-hmm. and 
uh, and when uh, the Rock's daughter wants to quit the ballet right before the ballet. Nice. So not maybe a combined five minutes. Yeah, honestly, you didn't miss much. So no. I appreciate the dedication, but you you didn't miss anything plot relevant for sure. No, not at all. But uh, but yeah, and so I gotta tell you, at the beginning of the watch, I knew I was gonna fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I I knew it, and so um, I did write. Uh oh, I'm getting sleepy, and I should have started this in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Houston, we have a problem right out of the gate, huh? Yeah, I it I sh- it have have you actually had the experience where you started the movie and said this this was bad? I goofed it. I should not have started it now, but I'm locked in. I've I've had that many times. Most recently with Southland Tales, uh, but for different reasons. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep during a movie, Sam. I don't think this ever in my, my life. This is my second time. I know. This is my s- Second time. Are you I have a ill? real problem. No. Yeah. I'm an old man. As as Kenna informed me the other day, I'm just old. Yeah. And I was trying I because she she asked for some reason, look, I'm gonna get a little in the weeds here. I asked my wife to explain Harry Styles to me because <laughs> I kinda don't I kinda don't get it. And so oh. she was explaining Harry Styles to me, and she was like, "He's got some good music out there, like like Watermelon Sugar." And I was like, "Nope, I what what are those words?" And she said, "Watermelon Sugar." <laughs> and I said, "No, nah, I've not heard this one." And she said, "Surely you have heard it." So she plays it, and I go, "Nope, never heard this in my entire life." <laughs> and she says, "You're such an old man." And I asked her to explain this, and then she points at me, and Luke, I was wearing. <laughs> I was wearing a cardigan on the couch, covered up by three blankets and surrounded by sleeping cats. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I am old. Yeah, your your AARP card is on the way. <laughs> um, hopefully you can start getting senior discounts when you do go to the movie theater to see some new flicks from either Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Tom Hanks. Sam, welcome to this new stage of life for you. Yeah, I'm hoping I can start drawing from Social Security. Yeah, just explain, just tell them everything you just told me, and I'm sure <laughs> the checks will start arriving pretty soon. Yeah, I'm I'm sure if I call the local office and I say I had to ask my wife to explain Harry Styles to me, they'll say the check's already in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> she explained it, and I didn't get it as a <laughs> yeah, follow-up to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still confused. Um, well, Sam, we're almost 20 minutes into this, and we haven't uh, once talked yeah. about the uh, the plot. You know, I think this is a new tradition for us, mm-hmm. is uh, not, not really engaging with the movie, uh, which I'm perfectly happy with. <laughs> and on that note, Luke, did you see that The Rock gave his truck to someone the other day? I did, dude. Just gave his truck, well, and we know that The Rock loves a truck because he's always in a truck in his movies and then in real life loves a good truck he's all about the truck and he just gave it away gave it yeah what a mensch what a mensch dude for real though i luke i can't look i'm i'm a deeply cynical person so the first thing i thought was so is this guy now on the hook for the taxes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think as a gift, right? Like it's a gift. I I don't I don't think there's any taxes involved with with You know what? Actually, I think there's specifically a loophole that says if Dwayne the Rock Johnson gives you anything, the government actually has never, to pay you for that. You never have to pay the property taxes on it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's really a win-win-win for this guy that yeah. got the truck uh cuz he got you know presumably he got some face time with Dwayne the Rock Johnson big win yes he got a truck huge win mm-hmm. and now uncle sam has to pay him for the privilege of riding around in that truck so pretty yeah. good it's i mean it's phenomenal and it is a deeply nice thing to do because look i'm going to ask you are you, are you a fan of Dwayne the Rock Johnson now oh yeah 100% 
for sure. Yeah, I'm real big on this guy. Yeah, he's such a <laughs> dude. I mean, the guy seems uh, like he's got a heart of gold. He's running some great mm-hmm. businesses. He's doing some good movies. He just seems like a real class act, 100, 100% all the way around. Oh, yeah. Just just a great dude. Though, I still hope he does not run for any political office. Oh, yeah. you gotta, Dwayne, if you're listening, just say no. I know people Please are going to approach you and going to be like, yo, governor of California, you got the muscles. We elected a guy like that once. And uh, you just got to say no. You got to say no right to their face, Dwayne. Yeah. You got to you got to you got to turn that down that devil's bargain. Mhm. Yeah, that Faustian bargain is going to be it's going to bite you bite you in the tuchus. Keister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, my entire goal for this episode is not to have to flick on the explicit tag that I have to put on all of our episodes. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get through it. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, don't I'm, look. Don't fudge even, it. Don't f- don't fudge up here, Sam. Hey, I'm not planning on faffing about on this one. And Luke, <laughs> I'll look. I will make a promise to you. Yeah. Okay. I will not curse, nor will I pose any challenging ideas. <laughs> and if I do, I will on air. Send you $20. Okay. <laughs> I take you up on this, and I will return return the favor. I don't know that I could do it on air, because honestly, don't know how sturdy my portable setup is. Don't know that right, I trust yes. it uh, <laughs> to be start mucking around <laughs> with trying to send you money. Um, but I will write you an IOU uh, on air. So <laughs> I like I like this pact that we've, we've created. I'm very into yeah. this. The 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 kid friendly episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. The, Here the, it is, folks. <laughs> you th- you thought it was gonna be yeah. Toy Story. You were wrong. It's the game plan. An infinitely more popular product. It's the game plan. And on that, Luke, how about a plot for those kids out there? Hey, kids. Hey, kids. Don't know why you listen to this podcast, um, but yeah, the plot is real simple, Sam, and I'm going to give it to you like a movie narrator would, because uh, I miss those. Don't you remember when trailers used to have a just a guy narrating oh, over it? yeah. And it was always the yeah. same guy? Yeah, it was always oh. the same dude. So I'm going to give it to you that way, and it is, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a star quarterback for the Boston Rebels. But he finds out he's got a daughter he didn't know about, and she's eight years old. How are they going to get through this one? Probably with a lot of hijinks and a lot of fun times. Watch as The Rock learns to be a dad. And that's it. That's pretty much the whole plot. That, that's the game plan. That's the game plan. It is literally just The Rock finds out he's got a daughter he didn't know about, and then uh, has to change his whole ding-dang lifestyle. So, yep. Yeah. That's well, what you think? <laughs> um, Sam, I actually really enjoyed this movie. Uh, yeah? Unironically, it was a pretty mm. good time. It's very heartwarming. It is yes. it is inoffensive in in the utmost. Like there is nothing about this movie uh, despite what common sense media says that I think is challenging. Uh, or is harsh. It is. It is a very straightforward, very good movie with a capital G. And for once, yes. Sam, we got to watch that instead of say, "Be cool," uh, which made mm-hmm. me very angry and is super racist. Uh, it was nice just to sort of dip into a pool that is is chemically induced, is chemically designed uh, to yes. you know create a euphoric state. Uh, it was. It was exceptional. It was so relaxing, yeah. To to not encounter any challenging concepts mm-hmm. or or uh, you know bad language, yeah. Uh, you you know how I don't like salty language. Oh yeah, you're you're. I mean, it's been a constant battle on this podcast as me mm-hmm. with my just despicable mouth, and then you just railing yeah. against me sometimes for twenty minutes at a time. You know, I've recorded your rants just accosting yeah. me 
and and that's while I was on Mike. I mean, outside <laughs> of the episodes, we f- we get into screaming arguments. Yeah, in um, which I'm continuing oh. to throw profanities at you, and mm-hmm. and you're just screaming back in you know in Ned Flanders terms, sort yes. of uh, your your counterpoints. Yeah, it's a it's a real strained relationship here, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like a. Sort of like an Adam Savage, Jamie Heineman kind of situation where clearly we don't like each other, but we yeah. know we've got a good product when we work together. <laughs> we got a good thing going, uh, mm-hmm. despite my potty mouth. Yeah. Well, Sam, I'm glad that we could finally align on this episode, <laughs> uh, the yes. family-friendly edition of Hanksy Banksy. But so, so it sounds like you you enjoy the movie then. Boy, it's so sweet. Yeah, it's it's a really and not like I mean, I guess you could say it's a little saccharine, but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Nah, um, it was nice. It was it was very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the girl who plays his daughter is excellent. She's very cute. She's very funny. Um, I I really liked uh Dwayne's performance in this one. I I liked. Uh, the sort of kind of two halves where mm-hmm. he plays this very um, egotistical guy who's real full of himself. But I the, the moments where he's with his daughter and like really putting in the effort. Yeah. Oh, they they just melt your heart. They really do. And by the end of it, I got I got a little uh, a little emotional when he's he's now, saying that he loves his daughter and they have a big hug right before the big game. Hmm. Big game Tony. Big game uh, Tony. <laughs> they so I didn't get choked up, but I will say it was it was very sweet. And I just I mean, again, I had I been fully awake, maybe I would have gotten choked up. Yeah. But as sleepy as I was, I don't think I had the energy to cry. For sure. Full so, consciousness <laughs> generally makes you makes you more attuned, sort of, to yes. what's happening. So that that makes a lot of sense. You old old man you yeah i can't really uh can't really refute that because i am wearing a cardigan <laughs> so because i'm cold <laughs> um well sam do you have any sort of assorted thoughts about this movie i do i have uh quite a few in fact okay um so it's he's listed as 6'4, 228 pounds, and it's his tenth year playing football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> okay, yeah, statement of fact. For sure. I don't actually mostly I wanted to say it because I did have to rewind the movie about three times to get the exact mm. figures. Yeah. Um He's a big man. Oh, the rock is although I will say for this role. It looks mm-hmm. like he slimmed down a little bit. Uh, yeah, it seems like he got he lost a little weight from the Gridiron Gang, which yeah. is bizarre because they're both football movies. Mm-hmm. But and he, this has a lot of a lot of shots of this man's muscles. Oh yeah, we get it. Maybe that's why it's PG because we get some very saucy, extended shots of him working out that are perhaps a little too hot. Uh, but for no, some young minds. Com- but Luke, Common Sense Media said no, no sexy stuff. Oh well, they were wrong on that count. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone watching it uh, was not hip to what was being put in front of their faces. Uh, well, may- it's maybe it just good. needs, maybe it just needs an adult's eye mm. for it to, to arouse your rut. Russell your j- jimmies. Russell your jimmies. Yeah, I landed it. Yeah. Stuck the landing. There, hey. There we go. You've raised an interesting idea, which is, do you think Common Sense Media is just one very smart child who watches movies Ooh. and is... <laughs> what A very smart, very mature child, because yeah. I'm... I mean, I'm pretty sure I'll double check it, but I'm pretty sure Common Sense Media has reviews for like every movie. So I'm oh, gonna yeah. look up John Wick, yeah, um, to see if Common Sense Media has stuff for John Wick. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, 
17 plus it says so this is actually a very mature child that uh yeah well now this is now this is interesting because mm-hmm. look parents say john wick 3 parabellum is appropriate for age kids age 13 plus hmm which is something because that is something the, isn't it the violence is off the charts yeah um you know what? This really and, just shows you how desensitized we become as a nation to violence. Can I read you the one dot out of five for positive role models in John Wick 3 Parabellum? <laughs> I wish you would. It's all I want in the entire world now. John Wick is a deadly killer, but struggles with uh, the line of work he finds himself stuck in. Would really like nothing more than some peace. He kills, but only those who intend to hurt others he breaks the rules but it's in order to protect those he considers friends Mm, that sounds like a role model to me roll it off the floor ship it out to all of your children age 13 plus they nailed it but like no consumerism (laughs) so john wick very appropriate for the left-wing agenda uh (laughs) communist party certified it is gold that's amazing. Man, yeah, it is. We got to get out of this. We could spend the entire rest of the show just going through common sense media. And maybe we'll do that for the Patreon or something. Uh, well, ex- except uh, you only get three free reviews and I've used two. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how they get you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Sam, uh, outside of his height and weight, do you have any other <laughs> thoughts? Because if not, I got some I could fire off, but uh, I'm assuming you have more to add than that. <laughs> His hairline's pretty high in this one. Yeah, they kind of gave him uh, some uh, receding, a little bit of a receding hairline, yeah? Yes, uh, very much so. Um, do you, I, this is probably too early for it. Um, do you want IMDB facts brought to you by McKenna? Yes, I would actually love that. Hit me with some of them IMDB facts. Okay, so Luke, this movie they wanted to use the New England Patriots as the football team, mm-hmm. um, and they did actually use their stadium, uh, but uh, apparently negotiating with the NFL was too difficult, took too long, and they just made up their own team, the Boston Rebels. Man, that says a lot when Disney, mm-hmm. Disney is like, nah, man, this is too litigious. I can't get too into this. Too much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too many lawyers uh, roped in on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Even with Disney's, what I assume is a stable full of lawyers that they just sort of yeah. parade out when they need them. Man, that is I, intense. I I imagine that Disney has more lawyers than Japan has soldiers. Mm. I, you know what? I wouldn't bet against it. Yeah. I would not bet against it, those numbers. Um, so this is the last film where he is credited as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Man, we've watched this guy just grow up, haven't we? Yeah. And he, look, he shed The Rock thing pretty quickly, I would say. Yeah, because right before this, so folks, this is 2007. We watched a bunch of movies from 2006. So, within the span of a year, the man's moving his acting credit away from The Rock and over just to good old Dwayne Johnson. That You know what? Good yes. for him. Yeah. You know what? Get it. Mm-hmm. Get it, sir. Yeah. Um. So, Dwayne actually came up with the idea of Joe, uh, his character, Joe Kingman, uh, being a big Elvis fan. And most of the... Most, if not all, the Elvis memorabilia, Luke. <laughs> oh, no. That's Dwayne's. Oh, I knew you were going to say it. What an amazing factoid about this man. He apparently calls himself Elvis's number one fan. That's insane. So, so before, Tom Hanks had typewriters, which was weird uh, mm-hmm. and a little off-putting. Now yes. we know that Dwayne loves Elvis and Elvis memorabilia. Loves, loves the king. That means somebody had to go to his home, 
remove a bunch of Elvis memorabilia and drive it yes. to a set, which is an amazing image. Just Dwayne being like, oh, yeah, make sure to get that poster, man. Yeah, get that mm-hmm. guitar over there. Don't forget the suit. Mm-hmm. The suit's the best part. <laughs> I got that suit on a killer deal. Man, yeah. that's insane. I had no idea, Mr. Mister Dwayne. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty impressive, mm-hmm. I would say. A, a very solid collection. Yeah. Uh, that, that he's amassed. Um, so the movie had a $22 million budget. Whoa. And, <laughs> and it earned it all back in the first week in the U.S. Nice. That's what you loved. Man, Mr. Dwayne The Rock Johnson really pushing the envelope with these these blockbusters. I think he's made consistently made money on every single film we've watched, including Southland Tales. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why he is the world's highest paid actor. Yeah, for sure. Yep, 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 yep. And those are all the facts. Okay. All right, just the facts, ma'am. In and out, we're done. Those are some tasty facts. I'm still blown away by this Elvis thing. The Elvis thing. I could talk for an hour about the Elvis thing. Mm -hmm. And we might. We might. (laughs) It's not who I would have pegged. Yeah, I would have. Not that I. You know what? I mean, it would have been somebody like Metallica or Slayer Mm -hmm. or something is what I would have assumed because the guy works out a whole lot. Does that mean he's working out? To Elvis? Ooh. What do you th- what Elvis song do you think he works out to? Uh <laughs> Assuming I know any Elvis songs beyond blue beyond blue suede shoes. Uh which well, I don't know. You've got Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog. Um you've you've got um <laughs> uh blue, is it Blue Christmas? Blue Christmas sounds right. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you know of, what ain't nothing blue in his repertoire. Yeah, ain't nothing but a hound dog. Actually, has quite a beat behind it. So I think that would make for some good. Like you're over there doing some real big uh, deadlifts. I mm-hmm. don't think you're deadlifting to anything other than ain't nothing but a hound dog. I think that'll really See, get your blood going. I think that would be good. As would uh a little less conversation. Ooh, now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that one also sends a message to the other people in the gym. Don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. I'm working out. A little when, less conversation. A little more action, please. You see this? You see this crotch towel that I'm rocking? Uh, front a front butt towel. A front butt towel. That means don't talk to me. Don't for talk. sure. Yeah. I'm working out. No conversation. Mm-hmm. Just see, action. <laughs> you see these bottles that I'm slowly filling. Over the course of a mm-hmm. workout, the, the bottles mean one thing. It's like headphones yep. in on the bus. It means don't talk to me. I'm yep. busy. Exactly. Or any woman on the street. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> just talk to women on the street. Please don't do that. Dwayne yeah. wouldn't. Dwayne the Rock Johnson would definitely not do that. Never, ever. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about this movie? That I have barely spoken about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have one big one, uh, uh-huh. which is that at the beginning of this movie, it's established that Dwayne sort of has a companion. I will mm-hmm. say, uh, who yes. is French and is named something. Tatiana. Tatiana. Uh, so I guess she's French by way of Russia or the Eastern Bloc somewhere. One of those Napoleon babies. Yeah. <laughs> She's a Napoleon baby, uh, a joke mm-hmm. for two people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're both on the podcast. Yep, exactly. Um, but anyway, he presents her with a, uh, it's a funny gag where he opens this wall and he's just got a bunch of Chanel bags that he's mm-hmm. going to give out to all of his various other companions. Um, he has to find hers, but he gives it to her and she says, oh, channel. And he goes, well, Chanel, but yeah. Dude, what French woman on the face of the planet doesn't know how to pronounce Chanel? Uh, you know, I was pretty perplexed by that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, because it seems to me that it should have been reversed. Yes. Is that she should have said, oh, Chanel, and he should have sort of mansplained her 
Yeah. No, it's channel. Yes. That joke would have landed with me way better. It would have been pretty funny. So It would have been great. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's that's my main complaint with this movie. Let me check mm-hmm. the old notes. See if I got anything else uh, sort of going on. Um, the ballet sequence in this movie is pretty fantastic. It's excellent, though I was a little disappointed that it didn't actually show Dwayne dancing much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I really actually legitimately, unironically, wanted to see this man do ballet. Yeah. Oh, who wouldn't? I mean, he's 6'4 and what, 210 pounds, you said? 228. 228. I want to see that hulking Adonis of a man uh, do some serious ballet. Also, to Mm -hmm. explain, his daughter is really into ballet, so he gets her into a ballet school, and then he gets roped into, through becoming a better dad, he gets roped into, like, being in the performance. And he looks like, as I put in my notes, a Shakespearean Adonis, because he's got this, like, Mm -hmm. woodland nymph outfit on, and it just, he looks fantastic in it. He's like, he honestly, he looks like an elven god. Mm-hmm. He really does, for sure. Because there's uh, this, like, n- uh, like natural divinity. Because, mm-hmm. like, all the, all the little, like, wood nymph children seem to, seem to, like, uh, revere him. Yeah. And, and he seems to have this untold power. It, and he lives in a tree? Mm-hmm. Hey, what was the plot of the ballet? Ooh, beats me, man. Something about there was... So the instructor, the dance instructor, is, like, being wooed by or is wooing the tree god, the rock. Uh, and then the woodland nymphs, he's, like, trying to get through them to get to her. So I guess he's the one doing the wooing. I It hmm. was... You know what? It was really a coming out play. It's exactly like uh, that ballet sequence in the in uh, "It's Always Sunny." Uh, that was the real message, for sure. Okay. Yeah, they're well, identical. That's, heart- that's heartwarming. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I do actually have some some real thoughts. Okay. About this, um, and mostly they're questions, I guess. Do you like his apartment? Oh, yeah, dude. For sure. Really? He's got that... I mean, it's a little over the top, and there's a gigantic photo of his own face next to the tagline. uh, What is it? Joe never says no. Yeah, never say no. Never say no. Not good advice, folks. Hey, kids, kids, since you're listening to this one, kids, it's okay to say no. Um, that's an important part of setting boundaries, mm-hmm. and it's it's good to set boundaries. It took me a while and some therapy to learn setting boundaries is a good and healthy thing, and so mm-hmm. you should say no sometimes. You should say no to lots of things in your life. Yes. Uh, honestly. Yeah. Uh, also, I love that this gigantic mural that's in his apartment is sponsored by Under Armour, because Under Armour is mm-hmm. like the logos on there. Uh, yes. This apartment brought to you by Under Armour. Uh, I assume this is how he like began working on that. Uh, what was it like? Clothing line with yeah. Under Armour. Clothing and equipment. Well, they also sponsored the last one with Gridiron Gang because all the uniforms That's had right. the Under Armour yeah. logo on them. Yeah. So I I think this is where he planted the seeds for that that later collab. Oh, for sure. Yep. Uh, but his apartment, there's there's features of it that I just love. Like, he's got this huge bathtub and a rain shower that's excellent. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Though it's not enclosed, and it seems like it would be very cold. <laughs> very, very drafty shower. The man does take ice baths in this movie. Maybe that's his True. whole thing, is it's just freezing cold water in the shape mm. of rain coming right down on him. Well, you know, more power to him. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think the apartment it's not it's no Fraser's apartment. I mean no. I wouldn't move in immediately. I'd want to change some things, but Sam, what did you think of the apartment? I thought it was a little cold. Mm-hmm. Um it's not homey. For but sure. It 
I'll tell you, it had some very nice features. Um, I didn't love the furniture, including the $40,000 couch. Yeah, hey, we gotta talk about how expensive, because he rattles off like, yeah, that's a $40,000 couch, that's a $10,000 bed. Like, mm-hmm. he's spending exorbitant amounts of money on his on his freaking furniture. Yes, and, and the couch in particular, excuse me, he later says, it's just not comfortable. Yeah. And, my God. Yeah. Why are you spending 40 grand on a couch that you don't even like? It's not even attractive. It looks angry. Yeah, it's an extremely irate couch that he has purchased. It it looks like one of those benches that uh, towns put in to, to deter homeless people from sleeping on it, which is a bad practice and towns should not do. Yeah. But it does look like Dwayne bought one of those for too much money. Yes. In fact, I'd say that they came from the same factory. Somebody designed yes. both of these apparatuses. Yeah. Yeah. Hostile Ar- Architecture Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Frank Lloyd Wright's architectural firm designed both of these, uh, mm-hmm. which is a joke for exactly <laughs> one person who is <laughs> And it's on this not call. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else you got, Sam? Um... Okay, so I wrote this down, but I, frankly, it was right after I wrote that I was getting sleepy, so I don't necessarily remember the the context of it. Yeah. But Dr. Johann Gustavo from Switzerland. I'm glad you wrote that down, because I was scrambling to try to get that. That's the guy that designed his bed, right? Ah, okay, that would make sense. Yeah, because um, he says, like, that's a $10,000 bed, and it was designed by that guy. In Switzerland. Dr. Johann Gustavo from yeah. Switzerland. Which is just, oh, so good. Oh, Such a good little. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Um, what do you think Dr. Johann Gustavo from Switzerland's um, specialty is? I think he is actually an ear, nose, and throat doc. Who just sleeps real good. Yeah, who has a side project where he designs beds because he's fascinated by sleep because he himself is an insomniac, so he's trying Mm. just over and over (laughs) using his ENT money to try to design a bed. Uh, So so when you buy a Johann Gustavo, what you're getting is a man's life's work, (laughs) is his valiant attempt to just get some shut-eye for once in his life. So that's really what all you're paying for. All his listlessness and pain and torment poured into the perfection of a bed. Yeah, yeah. Poured straight into an orthopedic mattress. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then every other time or the rest of the time he's, you know, looking up noses or down ear holes or, uh, yep. you know, just sort of general ENT stuff. Yes. Did you have a favorite part of the movie? Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting, Sam. We haven't done this in a while. We have not. You've caught me very off guard with this question. If uh, you need time to think, I can tell you mine. No, no, I think I'm good. Okay. Which I believe it's when he's making the aforementioned tuna, eggs, and fruit uh, smoothie, Mm-hmm. which is horrible, as his daughter points out. Um, wretched so i'm already predisposed to be very disgusted by the smoothie and then his daughter hits the blend button while the top is off the blender just Mm, spraying his kitchen with this horrible mixture i think that was my favorite part and then the dog comes over and eats it oh it's just disgusting and amazingly the dog lives yeah the Uh, dog doesn't (sighs) even get any sort of gastric distress as far as i know not at all yeah it's just, um, I mean, it's a phenomenal scene. Yeah. I, I do really like it. The Rock cause... also refers to eggs as liquid chickens, which mm-hmm. is pretty good, and I may, in fact, steal that for the rest of my life. So thanks, The it's, Rock. It's very good. It is challenging. I'll tell <laughs> you that. It's it's a hard <laughs> concept to wrestle with. Yeah. In wrestling, we will, much like Dwayne The Rock Johnson wrestles mm-hmm. uh, sort of professionally. Well, Sam, what was your favorite part of the movie? 
Luke, it was actually the sort of like blooper reel thing during the credits. What? I don't know what it was, but like where all the whole cast was singing Burn in Love mm-hmm. and had clearly just been having a good time. I don't know, but it, it filled me with a joy that I haven't felt in quite some time. It just, Man. I don't know. It was, it was so sweet. I really loved it. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, I'm not here to yuck your yum. So if you got that much out of what is essentially a throwaway bit at the end of the yeah, movie, it, tucked into the credits, <laughs> it's it's essentially B-roll that yeah. I adored. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out to make Sam happy with a movie, you just have to have some people lip syncing to him, some music. Uh, it just. Look, it just seemed, it, it confirmed to me that Dwayne is a real fun guy to be around, and he's not super serious, and it, that it seemed like a very fun set to be on. Yeah, that, I'd agree with all of that, for sure. They had a great time making this movie. I mean, it's a Disney film. It would be bonkers if it was this grueling James Cameron-esque experience on the back end. Where people were like breaking ribs and stuff. Uh, you you know you're talking about Disney, right? <laughs> and <laughs> an objectively evil corporation. Yeah, that's true. I guess they probably don't value the uh, the price of a human life that high when you really think about no. it. No. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, you got anything else? Nah, dude. I think I'm good. Okay. Can I ask one more question? Mm-hmm. What was with the burger subplot about it making kids gassy? <laughs> I think it was... I mean, they say that this movie's got a lot of consumerism happening, but I don't know, because they go pretty hard on these these generic fast food burgers. Yeah. And we do see... Uh, is it Karen Sedgwick? Catherine Sedgwick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. Yeah. Miss uh, Madam Sedgwick uh, does eat one of these burgers and then rips a huge in. <laughs> yeah. So apparently the burgers do, in fact, give you serious gas. I don't know. It's something yeah. that his daughter refers to all the time because he's, he's sponsored by this burger company. And so she always mm-hmm. reminds him that those burgers make kids fat and give you gas. Uh, yeah. And then, like you said, uh, his agent does eat one of these burgers and then just rips a big one up in the in the box office, or not the yeah. box office, the uh, just the box, the, the box, the private yeah. VIP the boxes, box. right next to the CEO of the company and a bunch of other people. And she like doesn't wait for a loud moment; she just rips it out yeah. in the open, mm-hmm. and then five seconds later tries to cover it up. And we're shown people who are clearly smelling it. And they are not pleased. No. Although you have to imagine if he's the CEO of this company that is essentially beans the burgers, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) he would be pretty used to people sort of ripping big ones near him, uh, dropping their guts like that. Do you think think he was mostly taken aback by how stinky the toot was? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think it's volatile. I think it's some real hot terrible stank emerging (laughs) this is a toot that would be disallowed by the geneva convention yeah (laughs) for chemical warfare Mm -hmm. yeah man exactly it's it's intense for sure the people in that box looked like they would have rather been smelling mustard gas yeah someone was close to chucking like a bar stool through the window just to break some air (laughs) get some air up in there yeah it's bad um, well, uh, Luke, mm-hmm. um, our, our viewers can't see this, but I'm looking right into the webcam and actually, I don't know if you can see it either, but I'm going to fan, fanny, fanny, Franny's burgers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because of that, I've now made $25 million that, uh, I'm going to go right now and invest in some rock stocks. Oh, okay. Let's go invest those rock stocks. Let's go. All right, Sam. It's the return of a favorite bit, and uh, I think you'll be pretty excited this week. I think we should go over and do some uh, 
Hanksy Panksy, bet your rock bottom dollar. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Glad you're excited. For the folks at home who don't know, this is a sequence where uh, I pitched Sam three different business ventures that The Rock has done, one of which is a real business venture, and the other two are utter falsehoods, and Sam has to decide Mm -hmm. which one is which. Sam, are you ready to play this week? I am, uh, because I'm pretty certain I didn't ruin this one ahead of time. (laughs) Yeah. Famously, you've had a hard time this, and I've had a hard time this season because you keep uncovering through the man's Instagram uh, the various things that The Rock has been doing. Look, I read one Vanity Fair profile of the man, Mm -hmm. and Tuck sent me one text. Mm-hmm. And, and it ruined so many of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of impressive. I don't look at his Instagram yeah. anymore out of respect for you. Respect for the bit. I appreciate that because, uh, like, I was going to do this one on The Rock's tequila. Hey, folks, mm-hmm. The Rock has a tequila brand. Uh, can, I, you... can I tell you an interesting fact? Yeah, please. About that? Okay, so in that Vanity Fair uh, profile, which is genu- genuinely fascinating, uh, he talks about his tequila brand and how uh, George Clooney's tequila brand, you know, he's famously sold for like a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so someone was asking him about that because they were asking if he was a billionaire uh, and, or if he wants to be a billionaire or, or something like that. And he said that he isn't, um, but... Uh, when George sold his tequila company for a billion dollars, he was shipping somewhere in the neighborhood of like a hundred some odd bottles, like a month or whatever. A hundred, a hundred something cases, cases. Yeah. Yes. Cases. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and Dwayne said, our tequila company is, is selling thousands of cases every month. Mm-hmm. So take what you will from that. Mm-hmm. And what what an impressive thing to say yeah what a baller move from the chief baller himself mr dwayne the rock johnson yeah deary me Mm -hmm. um well sam i don't yeah hit me with it yeah let's get to the game so sam this one's book related this week i'm gonna pitch you three different books that the rock may or may Mm -hmm. not have written and uh, starting off, we have, in 2005, The Rock wrote and published his memoir titled The Rock Says. It details his early life traveling with his father, who is a professional wrestler, as well as his own career as a wrestler. That's number one. Okay. Number two, in 2019, The Rock published a book titled Bedrock, a bootstrapping financial guide <laughs> that teaches diversifying portfolios, <laughs> maintaining sound financial practices, and building wealth through clean living. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> bedrock the rockstock book the bedrock the rockstock book uh that was the subtitle and in 2010 the rock published his memoir again got a memoir published his memoir titled my life focused on his transition into hollywood and the struggles he experienced to be taken seriously as an actor after a professional wrestling career so there you go, mm. Sam. You got two memoirs. Two memoirs. My Life and The Rock Says. And then also The Rock Stocks book, Bedrock, where he teaches uh, how to basically live your life uh, better, financially speaking, which obviously The Rock is doing pretty good at. So I would, yes. I'd listen to him. <sighs> this, is, this is actually very difficult. Mm-hmm. Because both the memoirs um, feel way too early mm. for someone to be writing that. Yeah. Um just feels feels like he's kind of firing that gun a little too early. So, hmm. But I I can't imagine that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is writing Bedrock the Rockstock book. Mhm. Um because he just he doesn't seem like he's that big into finance. He's just very successful. Yeah. Okay. So all right, I'm following I'm, the train of logic. I, I'm gonna knock that one out. Okay. So no more no rock stocks book, for no sure. No rock stock book. I I don't think he would do it. He doesn't seem like he's into investments. 
necessarily. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. So now we're at The Rock Says or My Life. Mm-hmm. The Rock Says is a genuinely bizarre title. Yes. And doesn't feel real to me. Okay. And My Life, as a, as a description of transitioning from wrestling to Hollywood and, and that whole thing, yeah. sounds way more interesting. Mm-hmm. But I I do know his relationship with his dad is very complicated. I'm gonna say my life is the real one. Okay, you're locking in my life. Yes, All right, that's Sam. the 2010 one, correct? Yes, 2010. Okay. Yep. Yes. Okay. That's my pick. Well, Sam, drum roll. You are wrong. Ah, beans. It was, in fact, The Rock Says in 2005. 2005, That's Sam. so early. Mm-hmm. He hadn't even... Dwayne. I, I think he just made Scorpion King sort of by 2005. Yeah, Dwayne, that's too early. Mm-hmm. You gotta Dwayne. hit, like, Tom Hanks' age, I think, to really yeah. crank out a, a good memoir, unless you're a Karl Ova Knausgaard. Uh, again, a joke for exactly one person. Boy, um, I can't believe that on our kid-friendly episode we have narrowcasted this much. <laughs> man, oh man, yeah. we goofed up on the family-friendly episode. We really, we really biffed it, didn't we? We did. We we've been the beansed this up to heckin' back. Yeah. Um. Well, Sam, how does it feel to be wrong for I think the first time in this Pretty season? Pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bad. Mm. But you know what, kids? Sometimes you feel sad, and sometimes you don't succeed, and that's okay, mm-hmm. you know? Sometimes you just got to get back on the horse, and just like SpongeBob... Write it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. You, you, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's all I got for you this week, Sam. Uh, maybe you'll have better luck next time with uh, Hanksy Pinksy. Let's bet your rock bottom dollar. Yeah, let's hope. I don't. I don't want to biff it like I did this one. Yeah, you really. Um, but again, it's okay to fail, kids. Just remember what SpongeBob says. Well, folks, that's gonna do it for us uh, this week. Uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at. Oh wait, no, no, no. I've biffed it again. And kids, that's fine. Because you know what Patrick says. Um, <laughs> Luke, uh, let's look ahead at next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we will be watching... Where is it? Where is it? 2008's Get Smart. Ooh. Now, have you seen this one? I have not seen Get Smart. Although I think Ooh. I've heard about it. But not enough to have ruined anything. Ooh, okay, because I have seen it. And, Luke, I want to know, what do you think Get Smart is? Okay. I think, because I keep pitching these ideas, I think it's a mm-hmm. it's an attempt by The Rock to get extremely outside of uh, the way he's sort of been typecast, because usually he plays like an athlete or mm-hmm. a bad tuchus individual. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> a real tough customer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think what this one is, is it's a, a movie about him uh, learning learning physics, maybe to help Ooh. with the Los Alamos project. Um, Ooh. Yeah. The but, rock splitting atoms, huh? Yeah, for sure. Not with his bare hands, which was originally the script. And he said, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I want to be known I as a guy. I want to split atoms with my brain with my brain so i think it's him learning physics sort of like a sports movie so we're not getting that far away in terms of narrative but it is for sure uh pretty different in terms of uh, character development where he's going to struggle with it we're going to get a montage it's going to lead to him making a nuclear reactor in his basement and then he's going to have a big huzzah eureka moment when he finally does it uh i love this yeah i think that's what we're going to see this is this is phenomenal. Yeah. 
well, I I really hope that's what it is. Um, but Luke, I'll I'll let you wait and find out mm. if you're correct or not. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. But kids, until next week, which you you actually can't listen to next week because this is the only family friendly episode. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod, or you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. We got a lot of content over on the the Patreon. Uh, We've got uh, a Hanukkah special uh, that's out now. We've got a review of the 1972 Barbara Streisand flick, What's Up, Doc? And and we've got a special coming up uh, at the beginning of next month. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if, if schedules work out, yeah. So, um, so yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that, and uh, you may, may, maybe chuck us some money. You can uh, you can vote on on what movies we'll watch for for the patron exclusives, and if you give us enough money, we'll shout you out just like Tuck, the greatest man on the planet, and I will say nothing more <laughs> because I don't want to pay Luke twenty dollars. <laughs> Not at the end of the episode. (laughs) I've made it this far. Uh, But folks, uh, also please share us with a friend. It really helps us out. And Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. It is said by his agent after she's been very mean to a literal child. And it is, Mm -hmm. oh, I'll pay for the therapy. Very good. Very good. Yep. Yep. Good lesson to learn, kids. Therapy. It's actually genuinely helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, folks, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. And kids, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's the only one you'll be able to hear. And just like Arthur says, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back next week with 2008's Get Smart.